0: This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com.
1: Kia ora tātou. You are listening to the Sugarloafing Artscast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Ko Mikaela Naiman ingoa. My name is Michaela Neiman, and I'm your host, welcome! This show focuses on the arts and creativity in Taranaki and beyond. We aim to cover the diversity of arts from painting, literature, songwriting, theatre, pottery, poetry, sculpture and how the creative arts contribute to our community, as well as our own sense of purpose and well-being. The Sugarloafing Artscast is generously supported by the Govette Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lai Center. Stay tuned to find out more. Welcome to Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. You are listening to the Sugarloafing Artscast and I'm your host, Michaela Nyman. Today I'm here in the studio with two graphic arts students, Jordan Hughes and uh, Cassio Austin. Welcome guys. Hello. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Thank you for having us.
1: Yes, it's very cool. So you've just completed a certificate in digital media and design at LearnerMe. Yes. And uh, some of your work will be shown here in our art space during January.
2: So can you tell me
1: a bit about the course?
2: Um, So it's basically just this graphic design course. And uh, um, it's, uh, you know, we just learn how to draw, do design and all that.
1: And uh, have you done a lot of drawing and art before?
2: Yeah, I have. I've been drawing since uh, I was out of high school. I mm-hmm. um, did a lot of study, life drawing and all that. Oh, cool. Um, um, yeah, so I just focus on... Oh, I also do animation as well. Oh, yeah, So yeah. I just focused on like learning how to draw cartoons and all that. And that's basically my history mm. of art and all that. Mm. Yeah. What
1: about you,
3: Kasia? Uh, me personally, no, but I did try for a couple of weeks to draw, and I'm quite a perfectionist, so it didn't turn out exactly as I imagined. So, um, But uh, being able to work more digital has made it a lot easier and also more fun to be able to uh, learn new skills around drawing and... Uh, graphic design and all that so yeah
1: very cool Mm. and i have to say these two are far too modest their work (laughs) is just awesome (laughs) thank you (laughs) yeah so our january exhibition in the art space is a group exhibition by 10 learning me digital art students featuring self-portraits in the form of art posters really they're very cool, I think, drawing on a wide range of references from nature and the spiritual world to like manga, anime, and uh, gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So, can you take me through the process of developing your artwork, um, Jordan? How did you start, and what did you take into consideration?
2: Um, so we have like a design process that we learned uh, during the course. Um, we basically started out with uh, research and all that so we go on to different websites or just you know research different ideas. The main topic of the project was like science fiction um, We basically had to start off with a vehicle, a science fiction vehicle and um, we based our self-portrait on that. Um, so we did a bunch of research and try to, create like a relationship between our sci-fi vehicle and our self-portrait um and then after that we iterated on our uh research and then we sort of just um kind of came up with like really quick concepts uh and just tried to you know just mash it all together and just see what works and what doesn't and then we ended up with a final product, which is the self-portrait illustrations that we have.
1: So if you take that in specific terms, what Mm. specifically did you look at? What was your vehicle?
2: My vehicle was this, uh, it was this sort of geo-sphere that contains basically like an entire environment like a whole forest or something and it's big enough for like lots of people so you know it's just like a safe haven in like a post-apocalyptic world that was my idea for it anyway Um, and it just walks around the landscape and it's just a place for people to live. I love
1: that so it's not only for you it's for others too. Yes yes and
2: my self-portrait was based on that
1: yeah yeah and what about you Cassio? What process did you um, ta- you know, apply and what did you take into consideration? Uh,
3: so for me I'm very much someone who's all about the details so firstly I was like what exactly is sci-fi because yeah. I also asked um, the guys who were on the course with me and there was a lot of differ- differing opinions on what it was and whether this was sci-fi or whether it mm. wasn't so I, um, my research started with What falls under the category of sci-fi and then from there that's where I moved on to choosing my topic and I ended up choosing, um, it was based off a popular Japanese anime Ghost in the Shell which kind of blew up in the in the 90s and it was um, very popular and I also liked the cyberpunk theme which is like um, mix and like mechanical enhancements or technological enhancements yeah. on humans and how you, know, you can um, not better yourself but increase certain aspects of yourself as the world is progressing into more uh, technological savvy equipment and all that stuff. So I base it around that um, with my
1: vehicle first and then my self-portrait as well. So we're talking like cyborgs and yeah. So what did you arrive at when you talk about what is sci-fi? Like, what was your definition of sci-fi? I'm really interested in that as a writer. Um, Yes,
3: (laughs) so so firstly, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, mega Star Wars fan. And um, I think me and my brother, who's also on the course, we were both on opposite ends saying, Star Wars isn't sci-fi, it's fantasy. And I was, Star Wars is sci-fi. Maybe more just because I wanted to do a Star Wars theme, but, um, you know, so I think I eventually kind of agreed to the point that maybe Star Wars is more of a fantasy stuff and sci-fi is more, I would say, based in reality and also maybe future stuff that could happen and is more likely to happen than... um, I don't know. Mm.
1: Drawing on yeah. science and technology, yep. and yeah.
2: Yeah, sci-fi. Did, uh, Star Wars definitely feels like like a mix of sci-fi and fantasy.
1: Yeah, I I think
3: so too. But I think it uh, leans more towards fantasy because of like the oh, differing yeah. species that you
1: have and all that stuff. Yeah. So. But I even heard this morning, uh, they talked about the next Avatar film, that the first one, which was released in 2009, had to wait for the technology to catch mm. up with oh what God. they actually yes. wanted to do. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's so, cool. Yeah. But your work is, um, Casio, is also very powerful, but, um, and it's a female Yes, like regardless of the fact that you happen to be (laughs) as well you know you are a woman and it's a self-portrait but this is a very powerful female so is this something that speaks to you as well um I think it's definitely I touched on the fact that
3: maybe I would want to be a lot more like my self-portrait and um, My self-portrait is definitely looks like a very strong, confident woman, and that's not me currently, but that's definitely who I aspire to be. Yep. And even like the um the image that I took a reference from, it was kind of like a young me kind of looking cockily, I guess is the best word (laughs) to say, into the camera, like posing because I thought I was like super cool. And so I really wanted to use that um image with the theme that I was going with with Ghost in the Shell because also it's a very like a strong woman who's a captain who's a leader of the team and so I thought like both of them work really well together. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, she's definitely a leader.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she, she doesn't take any prisoners this one. Yes, yes definitely. That? <laughs> yeah, all right let's take a music break and um, Casio you surprised me. Uh, what is your favorite music? What do you listen to when you do? make your
3: art? Uh, Yes, this is very surprising, a lot of people say, but (laughs) I'm a huge fan of country music. Country music is just, you've got slow country music, you've got upbeat country music, there's a genre within a genre. Really? Oh yeah. Are you a big Dolly fan? Oh, you've got to be a Dolly fan.
2: (laughs) Yes, obviously.
1: She's the queen of country music. I, I don't
2: even like country music that much, but Dolly is. Dolly, Yay,
1: Dolly, you rock. Okay, here's some country music for Casio and Dolly and everyone else out there. <laughs>
0: of all my trips round the sun My God, the last has been a good one finally found some peace of mind and learned how to leave the past behind we've all got our own relief some like wine and some like green tea Should not should it be and right now running Makes me feel free I would love to build a home Find a heart Make him my own But I was born A hey, rolling stone I got restless Traveling I got restless, traveling bones. The mountains fill me up. Without them, I'm like an empty cup. And the wind makes me crazy, but the road keeps me sane. So I better get going again i would love to build a home find a heart and make him my own but i was born a rolling stone i got a restless traveling bones i got restless traveling I got places to be Good luck to any boy Who tries to stop these wandering feet The thing I miss the most is mom and dad's cups of tea But I know I'll go back eventually I would love to build a home Find a heart Make you know that I was born a rolling stone. I got a restless traveling bones. I got a restless traveling
1: bones. Welcome back to Access Radio Taranaki one oh four point four FM. You're listening to the Sugar Loafing Cast, and I'm your host, Michaela Nyman. We're grateful for the sponsorship of Covet Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lai Center. And today I'm here in the studio with two graphic art students, Jordan Hughes and Casio Austin. And we are talking about the January exhibition in our art space, which features 10 uh, self-portraits by learner me graphic art students. And they are very cool. Uh, They draw on a range of influences, but there's a lot of sci-fi involved, a lot of um, kind of uh, what would I say drawing from both the spiritual world as well as manga, anime, gaming and kind of uh, what could I be if I had the choice and uh, yeah come and have a look they are pretty awesome so uh, Learner Me started from a strong need to find more qualified and experienced tech professionals in the regions and every year there's a lot of jobs on the go but we actually don't have enough students even, the jobs advertised far outnumber the tech graduates. So, and many tech graduates lack the experience they need. Do you think that um, this is a quite a short course, uh, isn't it? Is it 16 weeks or something, the certificate? Yes. Has it given you new skills?
2: Yes, definitely. I've learned a lot. I learned how to basically just respect the uh, the process of actually you know, going through the steps and not just jumping straight into it and wondering what I'm supposed to be doing, you know. Just part of it was uh, learning how to, you know, go through all those steps properly and just just get get it right.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of discipline involved. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That was a major thing for me because I tend to get lost in my own creative uh, endeavours and I usually just end up stopping because I'm like, what do I do next? <laughs>
1: And what about you, Cassia? I I definitely
3: think I learned a lot, not only through graphic design, but uh, we were also given the opportunity to learn basic coding skills as well. And um, as someone who's a gamer and surfs the web a lot, I tended to find myself being frustrated when websites didn't work. Um, how it was supposed to or games would crash and it's like how hard is it just to get a game right and then even learning basic coding I was like this is almost impossible currently like this is so hard like you get one letter wrong maybe a capital letter or a lowercase letter or a G instead of a J and the whole website or whatever you're creating just will not work so I think it's um understanding that it's not as easy as it looks like. The picture at the end, you look behind the picture itself and there's millions of different um, things behind it. And so uh, I also think with uh, graphic design or website design itself, you have to understand the basics of coding before you can even begin to design the website itself because you might create something that isn't quite possible if you're thinking of coding it into the website itself. So I think, and also I was not a big tech person growing up, so learning all these new skills and all that stuff, um, I kind of don't even like sport as much as I used to because (laughs) design itself is just a big world in its own and, you know, kind of takes over your life and it's awesome.
1: (laughs) It does sound like it, but you also sound like... um, Maybe because you weren't so into it to begin with, you know your limitations, and you yes. seem very, very focused on finding out what you need. Yes,
3: I very much like to know everything I can about <laughs> whatever I'm
1: interested in.
3: So yes, definitely.
1: Uh, very cool. What about you, Jordan? Then, like, uh, what kind of practical? You talk website design. What is your kind of future aim?
2: Um, I, I'm more focused on animation and creating my own. Uh, graphic novel story oh. at Yes, I'm currently working on uh, a big project at the moment. Yeah, so Very I, I cool. just, I'm just, I want to continue to work to hone my skills and all that and just keep getting better at doing that and doing what I enjoy.
1: So are there any specific uh, graphic novel uh, writers and illustrators that you admire?
2: Um, oh, man, not particular there is this one graphic novel that I uh was inspired by called Maximum Ride. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure who the author is of the story, but just the way it looks. It's it's very exciting. It's kind of like, you know, a Japanese manga, but it wasn't made by a Japanese person, you know. Mm-hmm. It was a Western uh author and illustrator. And I've just been inspired by that. And obviously a lot of um Japanese manga as well. Like that's one of my big inspirations. Uh one of my favorites is Fullmetal Alchemist. Oh. Yes, that's a good one. Uh that's one that I'm currently reading at the moment for inspiration. So yeah.
1: So what comes first, the characters or the story?
2: Um currently uh I'm working on the characters. Uh so in terms of writing the characters, you know, just giving them personality and all that. Um but the story was something that I'd spent a lot of time on, like just the plot and all that, yeah.
1: Mm. So do you always know the ending, or do you work towards it?
2: Um, yeah, I know the ending, oh, <laughs> I yeah. know how it ends. <laughs> uh, I'm just working to, to fill the gaps and all that, oh. just to make it more exciting.
1: Very cool. So um, for anyone then who is uh, starting out where Do you have any handy advice and tips on uh, where do you start? If you have in mind, uh, you know, I think we've all found this, oh, I would just like to throw some paint at it or just doodle. And, you know, you are talking both about the process behind it that you need to plan a lot more. Hmm. Uh, you need to do background research. What other steps? Can you give th- some advice?
2: I think, like, one of the major things you want going into... A creative field or just you know wanting to be creative in general is just to have fun like that's the biggest thing like if you're not having fun doing it you know then you've got to find something that you, bit you enjoy about it otherwise you know you're just going to end up getting frustrated and then you're going to be like why do I have to do it like this or something like that you just got to find your own fun way to do things
1: and your own kind of unique angle yes
2: and then from there that's when you can start going into the more detailed processes, like, you know, the more like research and uh, all the design steps and all that. Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, which kind of design steps, can you outline that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so there's, uh, I've said this a lot now, but research, obviously, uh, then iterating on just coming up with lots of different designs and all that, like this is the design process. Um, just throwing things into the wind and seeing what sticks and all that. And then iterating more on what has stuck and just exploring that a little bit more. Um, and then just, you know, getting your work out there to show people, to see what other people like, enjoy it. If If you want to be commercial oh. um or, you know, you want to get your art out there oh. and uh just see what other people like as well, oh. like learn what other people want to see oh. uh, if you want to market yourself to a bigger audience. Um, and then, yeah, just, oh. just always ensure that you're having fun doing it. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Sounds like awesome advice. And we are going to take a short break and come back to that. So let's listen to some music.
4: I told myself there ain't day in me. It was all wrong and I couldn't afford to stay The more with you Honey babe, won't we drift apart Here I am again Here I am again Waiting on your heart When was it that you had changed your mind You ain't been so much. The am a lately. Do you want to pack up and leave? Here I am again. Here I am again. Nothing left
1: Welcome back to Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. You are listening to the Sugarloafing Artscast, and I'm your host, Michaela Nyman. We're grateful for the sponsorship of Govette Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lye Center. And today I'm here in the studio with two graphic art students, Jordan Hughes and Casio Austin and they have just completed a certificate in digital media and design at learn me and are part of this um, collaborative exhibition we are having in the art space in January showcasing uh, ten self-portraits by graphic art students and they are quite awesome so pop in and uh, pop by and have a look in the art space so we were talking about this how to Uh, design your work and how to play and have fun and brainstorm and seek influences. How do you maintain the belief in that what you are doing is good enough? You both seem really self-confident, really focused, your work is awesome. How have you managed to you know keep this belief of what you're doing is worthwhile going? (sighs)
2: Um, it's taken a long time to uh, get the (laughs) self-confidence, um, you know, I grew up with a very, I grew up with my mum and sister, and they were very, you know, for a kid, they were very overly critical of everything they did. Really? You know, my mum wasn't (laughs) one of those, oh, this is, like, you know, like, you show her a piece of drawing or something, and you're like, she's like, oh, this is amazing, she's like, no, try again, and I'm just like, okay, okay. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll do it. Yes, yeah, so, and my sister was the same way as well, and uh, that pushed me to get better at drawing. Uh, While not crushing you, I might no, say. No, <laughs> I, I I always took it as a challenge. Oh, yes, wow. Yes, that was that was my personal philosophy. Um, so Fantastic. just I, I just try and get better and prove them wrong. That, yeah. so that's <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. my way of uh, doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as for having the confidence to show off my art, I. I I just don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, if people are going to say things, I'm just going to be like, well, at least I had fun making it.
1: Yeah, that's the good part. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Cassio?
3: Um, Well, I grew up in a very big family, so you've got to learn to have pretty tough skin growing up in a, you know, a big family. But, um, I also think my family are the most supportive people in my life as well.
1: Fantastic. Um,
3: like, no matter what I do, whether sport, design, anything, they have always been my number one supporters. But we also have that respect of being able to constructively criticise each other and be like, hey, you know, you're you doing great, but there's some things that you need to work on to be better. And I never took it as, like, they're trying to, like, you know, mm. pin me down or, like, keep me from... Um, getting to where I can go I always saw it as them wanting me to become the best version Mm -hmm. of myself and I was quite shy to let them know that you know I was giving up sport for a bit to focus more and try and learn more in the digital space but they were um, like especially my sister's probably even more supportive than my mum and dad and my mum's like my number one supporter as well so that was I think helped me a lot gain the confidence to be like all right I can try something new even mm. though I'm not like because my biggest thing was that I was one of the oldest in the group and not only was I one of the oldest I was also the only female in the group oh. so that was quite intimidating itself so any time we had to present anything I felt really shy and all that but the guys on the course were awesome they weren't like critical anything they were just as supportive and that really helped as well but I think um me itself was a good space to be like hey Cass you've got this you know just you can do it you're awesome and all that stuff and I think um even if I am not confident I have learned to put up a front that I am confident because then the confidence will follow eventually Mm -hmm. so
1: it is so much about putting up fronts, isn't yes. it? But I have to say the skill to be constructive in the, your criticism, that is amazing. And to hear that you've got that from your family at a mm-hmm. young age through growing up, both of you actually seem to have that. That's amazing. Um, so do you think that's something that comes with your with your heritage as well? Is that something do you both pakapapa do Taranaki?
2: Not me, I don't. Um, my I fuck up up to uh, Nati Maniapoto, Nati Two and mm-hmm. up north. Um, no, no tarnaki affiliation, no. unfortunately. Yeah, but a the great is family. Is. Yeah. By the sounds yes, of it, yes. I just, I just live here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love it. I, I wouldn't want to go anywhere else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and what about you? Uh, I well. do
3: fuck up back to Tarnaki Iwi, and my dad is also um, from up north, King Country way. So. Yes, but I've got my uh, koko and my grandmother's side,
1: both whakapapa, too, um, north and south Tarnaki,
3: so, Uh yeah.
4: Oh,
1: interesting. And so, um, during uh, this kind of uh, development of your art, Were you specifically also looking at your ancestry? I mean, yours seems to encompass that whole world, Jordan. (laughs) Uh, But um, did you have options, Casio, where you were looking at something that was uh, maybe not so sci-fi or drawing on your heritage and how to kind of combine that kind of more indigenous knowledge into your art?
3: Um, I think as we progressed through the course I did because growing up I didn't grow up in like a traditional moldy household like um, but uh, as I started working through and um, I started wanting to learn more because I think I also held myself back because uh, when people see me I and mouldy, and I look mouldy, and so I feel like people think I should know more mouldy, or I should be able to speak my native language, and I don't. So that makes me a bit more standoffish to maybe pulling more, um, what do you call it, like resources in from mm. who I am as a Tarnakie we Udi. Um, but um, I think as we progressed, I started to become more comfortable with. Okay, I may not have come from this background but it is who I am. Mm-hmm. So I you know I can start pulling in and learning more and all of that stuff so I as as it progressed definitely but near the start I was very hesitant to Yeah. Do I definitely that. feel
2: the same way as well. Yeah. Like, I didn't grow up in a traditional household either. Mm-hmm. So I'm still learning and gra- grabbing a lot of uh, inspiration from you know Te Ao Maori. Yeah, and all yeah. That.
1: But I think, um, I mean, kudos to both of you for kind of knowing where you stand and also you have the freedom and the choice to Mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's sometimes feels like uh, whatever artist you are or writer that you are being pigeonholed into being something for others. And, uh, you know, you both have made your own decisions and very clear eyed so can't wait to see what you're doing in the future because <laughs> you seem seem to have so many options you know yeah. but at the same time we talked about this uh, just you touched on it um you know putting your work out there and getting feedback from others how much do others influence them what you do can you kind of stay the course and do the things that bring you joy and that you want to do or are you have you changed your work because of what people said in the early stages
2: um not really actually i've always just done what i enjoy um, a lot of my influences uh, from outside you know i just stick to what i always want to do and just don't let anyone else really tell me to do something else because That's you amazing. know I don't, I don't i don't want to do that <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about you Kasu?
3: um i definitely was very hesitant when it came to Uh, sharing my work because of how people would either perceive my work or perceive me as a designer and I think that comes from me being a very people pleaser type of person Mm. and I think um, that speaks to maybe me being the youngest daughter and also my sisters are quite a bit older so I had to I felt like I had to maybe act a bit more mature or be a little goofy little sister just to um I don't know make them laugh or make them happy and stuff so I think um, initially when we were going through the workshop of like um, I think one of our first designs I can't really remember our tutor was like okay we're going to share it with the class and I was like I got hot and sweaty I was like oh my gosh I don't like this and she was like you don't have to if you don't want to but I think it would be really good to even if you don't want feedback just to share it just so that you have a stepping stone okay I've shared it now and then the next step can be maybe getting some opinions on you know what looked good or what could use some improvement to better the outcome but yes I, I don't think I've changed my the way I design things but there might be aspects that I add to it because I think as a designer you won't find two designers who are alike everyone has their own uh, design style Mm -hmm. like you can look at animes, cartoons they can be um, almost identical in storylines but the graphics itself will be completely different Mm. And so I think staying true to how you design stuff is something that I think is very important as a designer
1: yeah it becomes your brand yes. it becomes who you put yourself out there to be mm-hmm. yeah well let's take a break and um, listen to some uh, more country music maybe yeah. for Casio yes <laughs>
4: got no money in the this guitar slung on my back and this hat I have worn a while I came here alone That's the way I'll go Won't be long back at your door But I can light a fire Roll out a swag, climb a mountain top and drink water there. I'm a queen of the road. I need earth. I need air. To wear I've survived strumming my way through town what I don't sing it's too deep in me and mostly that weighs me down but I can't lie if loud ace climb a mountain top and drink water there, I'm a queen of the road, I need earth, I need air. change direction <laughs> I Guess I stayed too long at this mm-hmm.
1: Welcome back to Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM You're listening to the Sugar Loafing Artscast and I'm your host Michaela Nyman we're grateful for the sponsorship of Govet Brewster Art Gallery and Len Lye Center. And I'm here today with two young graphic artists, uh, Jordan Hughes and Casio Austin, who are part of our uh, art space uh, artist uh, for January. We have 10 uh, young uh, graphic artists here who are showing their self-portraits. It's a very cool exhibition, so pop by in the Top Town Cinema Mall and have a look. So, we're talking about this um, giving feedback and seeking feedback. I think that's one of the benefits with having a course, isn't it, Mm -hmm. that you are a small group, you were 10 students, you were all given the same brief, and uh, you become this trusted cluster. Everyone knows they're going to receive some feedback, so you think about how you give feedback Mm too, which is a very useful skill to have. Yes. And not everyone grew up in such awesome families as both of you <laughs> seem to have had, <laughs> yeah. where people are constructively giving some criticism, but also encouraging you to and challenging mm. you to yes. do better. Yeah. So, what are you going to do after this? How are you going
2: to build on this? Are you going to continue with your arts practice? Yes, uh, definitely. I'm currently employed uh, in a me, uh company called Branding HQ Um, and basically I'm just part of the marketing team Uh, so I'm just going to iterate on my skills while I'm working and just continue to you know do my best and put things out uh, there hopefully (laughs) hopefully we everyone will enjoy uh, including myself so yeah
1: well you're such a positive buoyant person so I think you will be awesome in that capacity thank you And uh, are you going to continue with your art and graphic design, Casio?
3: I would like to. I've surprisingly really fallen in love with um, graphic design itself. Um, I think the perfect job for me is being able to work with people and work in the design space, because I'm very much I think almost all of the jobs I've worked in have either been, have always been working with people, whether it was uh, children or youth or uh, working in the community is definitely a big thing for me because I'm very much a building a strong community type of person and I think being able to bring in both of my passions working in the community and helping people and doing design would be the dream job.
1: So wow, definitely. we need more people like you. anyway. <laughs> so, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I hope you find that dream job. And so, why did you say surprisingly? Did you not expect that you would like the graphic art space as much as you did? Was it the tech side or the art side?
3: Uh, definitely, definitely the art side. I'm very much a uh, need to know the rules. What is my, what are my limits? What are what are the boundaries for me to work within because I'm I'm very much a, I need to know uh, I need to know everything I need to know everything about what I'm doing so that I can uh, do what I need to do and um, I even went into the coding side more because I thought that was definitely me and then we did I think a week of graphic design and I was like this is awesome <laughs> this is amazing and I think even working in front of a computer all day was not what I thought I would enjoy, but it's just the art stuff just grabbed me and I was hooked as soon as I started doing it. So, yeah, I just think definitely surprised that I enjoyed design, but very grateful that I was able to do design mm-hmm. and have um, found that passion or skill. So, so how did
1: you even get into the course then?
3: Um I was kind of looking for jobs and I didn't know what I wanted to do because I was very a sporty person, so I wanted to uh, either work in the community doing something with sport or maybe continuing on with sport, but um, <laughs> my mother works for um, an organisation and she um me went to her asking if she had any people who might be interested in it and she offered it to my brother because he's a very tech mm. person especially graphic design so the obvious one yes and i was like hey hey what about me i want to <laughs> do it too only because she never asked me and i was Yay. like rude i might want to <laughs> do it and so i just went and had a go because i didn't really have anything that i wanted to do in that moment so being able to learn a new skill always something i want to do and, yes, it just luck would have it kind of fell into my lap, and yeah
1: oh, fabulous, and what about you, Jordan? Was this more planned for you that you knew um, this No, not right? it,
2: it's sort of a similar thing. I was uh contacted by m s d um about learning me um they didn't really say it was learning they just said it was like this computer course, and I ended up taking it uh because I had nothing going on. Uh, I didn't always I just focused on my own personal projects but I was also on the benefit at the same time so mm-hmm. I didn't want to stay on there so I was just like yeah I'll try this out um, and then managed to uh, find a job through Lenamy um, you know Fabulous. got hired by uh, the CEO and he was oh. like yeah I mean I like what you do because I showed him my animation demo reel when I first got there um, and he was like yeah you've got potential to actually you know do some real cool work for us. So uh, I took that and I was just like, "Let's go!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was really excited. It's so much more of a boost for self-esteem to be yes.
1: paid for your passions than mm-hmm. yeah. No, I got really, I got
2: really lucky for that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I really. Well, you
1: worked hard for it. Yes. So you know, luck doesn't <laughs> just happen on people. You <laughs> have to do something too. Yeah, true. <laughs> but um, what? So. You both are set now to do more of the same, but will your work be for sale here?
2: Potentially, yes. I, um, I think. Because
1: you've already had some interest in your work. Oh, in I've Jordan. had some
2: inquiries about my self-portrait, oh. um, so it could. I, I think I might.
1: Yeah, and know. we had an interesting discussion here before whether uh, how it's strange or not to sell your self-portrait. <laughs> but uh, Casio, you had a. Some views. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, I like. I think it would be awesome to sell my design work, but I think something like my self portrait. <laughs> I also really like my self portrait. <laughs> like I look really cool in it, and yeah. so um, I also think it'd be kind of weird just to have someone I may not know just have a portrait of me that they can <laughs> use for whatever, hang it up on their wall. Like that's just. I'm a very personal person, and so I don't know how I
1: would feel about that. But maybe, maybe not. Although, you know, the whole history of art is having other people's portraits on your wall. Yeah, that well, is That true. is a good point. That is <laughs> true. I
2: never really thought about that.
1: <laughs> but I, when I saw your work, I was actually thinking about... Uh, Films like uh, Ready Player One and Oh, yes yes, yeah. yes Ready Player One and you're been kind been. of into the avatars and then at the yeah. end you're almost like oh this dull normal
2: life and mm, yeah yes very much, <laughs> it's very definitely much. your one yes yeah, your one's
3: really cool sci-fi is just awesome yeah you get to escape reality I,
2: mine's just a astronaut outfit with a plant inside the helmet but, but, but take away so cool, <laughs> take man. away
1: the just oh, <laughs> it is <I> amazing <laughs> Thank it is you. amazing. Yeah, no, I think uh, I've really enjoyed seeing all of the work. And so, um, yeah, is there anywhere people can actually find more of your work? Then, so your anime films are not out, or animated films are not anywhere.
2: Um, I am on Twitter. Yeah. But yes. i I'm not, I don't know my. Twitter. No, no, that's all right. <laughs> Sorry.
1: But uh, but maybe that's something to. You know, consider if you are putting out things yes. to make it available somehow. For I'm one. definitely
2: more active on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. What is my Instagram handle? I'm oh, you can sure.
1: think about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kazio? Um,
3: Yeah, I'm also on Instagram. Uh, I have like a designer name because I wasn't sure I wanted to share my design work using my name. Because I was I didn't want people to know it was me who was designing it and so I because I'm a gamer I use like my gaming tag as like the um, username so it's tear turtle and then I added creations on the end because I didn't know whether I was gonna be creating images or like um, maybe like anime style stuff and so yeah it's just tear turtle creations on Instagram. Oh.
1: So. And I mean that's part of being an artist isn't it to mm-hmm. market yourself and yet it's one of the hardest bits. Mm. Yes. Definitely. And to do it well and so yeah. you can
3: still kind of hide behind the mask when you want to. Go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh well. So um yeah, I think that's uh, about it. I will post photos of you and your artwork on the Sugar Loafing Facebook page and um, feel free to share it. And this will also be then uh, as a podcast available on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and as well on the Sugar Loafing Artscast and from Access Radio Taranaki uh, awesome. website. But cool. uh, really hope you continue with um, all your art and graphic design. Can't wait to see some maybe animated films in the future, Jordan. <laughs> oh, I'm, definitely, I'm totally definitely. excited to do that. <laughs> and you can always come in and test us on on graphic novels too. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be really keen to see. And um yeah. I'm inspirational guys. Awesome. Really cool. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for, Thank having, you for us. having us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Sugarloafing Artscast on 104.4 FM. My name is Michaela Nyman and you can contact me with feedback and ideas for shows at Access Radio Taranaki or email me on community at accessradiotaranaki.com. You can check out the artists, guests and their fabulous work on our Sugarloafing Facebook page and Instagram. To listen to previous episodes of the show, go to accessradiotaranaki.com and search us up under Current Shows. The Sugar Loafing Artscast was made possible with the support of Govet Brewster Art Gallery and the Len Lye Centre. Until next week.
2: This show was
3: made
0: at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to www.accessradiotaranaki.com.